The Sturgis Motorcycle Rally attracts hundreds of thousands of motorcyclists from across the country to gather for the week-long rally, which this year ran officially from August 6th through the 15th. Unfortunately, an unsettling trend has been occurring during the rally. From 2009 through 2020, 77 men have been arrested for sex trafficking during the motorcycle rally in Sturgis. The victims range in age from 12 to 15 years old, and a large number of the victims are indigenous. South Dakota is home to nine reservations. In 2020, a sting operation was held during the rally, and eight men were arrested for attempting to engage minors, who were actually undercover officers in sex trafficking. Hey everybody, welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. I'm Christy Brower and I am here with my sister, co-host and partner in crime, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie. Hello. How's it going? Oh, it's going good. First show of the week. Glad to have you back. It's all good. I missed a couple of shows. I was off. I was off gallivanting around having fun. Now I'm back to reality. To have more fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yes and yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So how'd things go while I was gone? They went well. Mars filled in with you, for you, not with you, on Wednesday night with the Psychic Hour. And she did an awesome job. We've had several requests to bring her back. We will, I'm sure. Definitely. Yeah, it was fun. And then Thursday night, uh, we had Nurse Hadley from YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. And she talked about death and dying from a hospice nurse's perspective. Shared some really neat stories with us about experiences that she's had. It was pretty yeah. great. And That's then really cool. I'm sorry. I a miracle that. happened this week. Uh-huh. I did a pop-up and you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> right? We swapped. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was home and could have and was too damn tired. Just too tired. It's all good. Yeah. However, I did a pop-up about the craziest case in which a brother claimed guilt to his sister's murder in order to reopen the investigation. Oh my gosh. Pretty amazing. So yeah. In order to get the case investigated. Mm -hmm. Reinvestigated, but yeah, in order to actually get an autopsy or not an autopsy, but have her exhumed and get more DNA evidence done because enough time had passed that we had that kind of thing. Oh my goodness. So then they had to prove that he in fact did not do it, huh? Mm -hmm. It was a case out of the Netherlands. And so if you guys haven't listened to it, Go and find that pop-up. It's a pretty cool story. Oh, I am going to listen to it. I haven't had a chance yet, but that sounds really interesting. He took a hell of a risk. Yeah, he surely did. And then when what he did didn't quite work, you won't believe who he implicated. I won't say anything else. Wow. (laughs) I am definitely. Yeah, what a smart guy. Mm -hmm. Hmm, There's a thought, huh? Yeah. I don't know if anybody's brave enough to do that, but that's pretty brave. Mm-hmm. is what if they decide you did it and put you away i don't know in the u.s if you dare do that honestly yeah i don't i don't think i would um the criminal justice system in the netherlands uh 
all I know about it is this case. So, you know, if you uh, can correct me on that, if I'm wrong, if I am, but it seems to me like it's quite a bit softer than mm -hmm. the U.S.'s system. And uh, yeah, he probably knew that, you know, mm -hmm. they, they really wouldn't have anything on him, but boy, what he did worked. Wow. How interesting. Oh, I'm going to go watch mm -hmm. that. I love stories yeah. like that. Awesome. When somebody figures out how to get a case solved. Yeah. Because we have so many that need it. And his sister was murdered at 15 and her case was cold and he'd had enough. Oh my gosh. That's awful. Well, what a good brother. That's right. Yep. What a good brother. Wow. Yeah. Well, we come to you today with a, an MMIW more of a story, not so much a case. It's sort yeah. of a group of cases. A really um, important story. Yeah. But a really important story, a really eye-opening story. I did not know this. I didn't know this either. And so we're going to talk about the motorcycle rally in Sturgis, South Dakota, that happens in August of every year. <laughs> I'll tell you, you know, I don't know a lot about Sturgis. We have an uncle who went a few times. <laughs> you know, we're not really into motorcycle riding and stuff, you know. No, we get groups that come through here on their way to Sturgis every year. We do. We they do. They come down through the park and, you know, through Yellowstone. And, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people that go to Sturgis make it like a month-long event, you know. So right. they go and they do. ride all kinds of cool places. I will say our uncle was super uncool and pulled his motorcycle on a trailer behind his pickup all so the way there. to Sturgis. <laughs> I don't know. Uncool or extra smart? I always thought I, extra smart. Or I can't just imagine. too old and, you know, decrepit to be doing what he was doing. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. I always dad, found it he's smart. mercilessly about that. But <laughs> I don't want to ride a motorcycle that far. Oh, my gosh. Well, you guys, I know you probably will not even be surprised to hear this. But apparently the Sturgis rally brings a bunch of sex trafficking to Sturgis, South Dakota. Now, it turns out that South Dakota has a fairly significant problem with sex trafficking as it is. So this is not the only sex trafficking that's happening in South Dakota, but it does seem to take an uptick during the rally, which just, you know, one article that I read said, anytime a large group of men gather, you will see an increase in sex trafficking. And I thought, man, there it is. There it is. Right? Why does that have to be true? But it is. Yeah. So last year, 2020, you know, Sturgis held their rally in spite of the pandemic and there was a lot of uproar around it. Yeah. Well, what was going on behind the scenes that no one knew is that there was a sting operation going on targeting sex traffickers. So people participating in sex trafficking, but as clientele or uh, offering up children, basically. Mm -hmm. And eight men were actually arrested, um, busted Basically, they were talking on various social media and dating apps with who they thought to be like 12 to 15 year old girls mm -hmm. who were, in fact, undercover officers. Yep. 
and eight men were arrested and charged with participating in sex trafficking during the Sturgis rally. Yeah. But this is not new, my friends. Not no. new at all, unfortunately. Unfortunately, there have been there have num there are no numbers now from 2009 through 2020, and they equal out to be about 77 different men have been arrested from 2009 to 2020. Wow! In relation to sex trafficking in Sturgis during the rally, so this isn't like all of the sex trafficking that goes on in South Dakota. This is just during the Sturgis rally. Yeah. And these are just the people who got arrested. Yeah. You know, and what is kind of a rule of thumb in crime is that about 10% of it is caught. So if there were 77 men arrested participating in sex trafficking from 2009 to 2020 during the Sturgis rally, you can figure there were at least 770. Uh, and yeah. it's probably even more than that. Now, South Dakota has nine uh, Native American res reservations. Yeah. That is the most of any state. Mm -hmm. the, the thing that really floored me, though, this just, and of course, this is something we've been hearing already, but is something to, to keep in mind. Okay. So about 40% of those trafficked in the state of South Dakota have been native women and girls, mm -hmm. even though only about 13% of South Dakota's residents are native. Yeah. So there's a huge risk here. Yeah for women and girls, native women and girls in South Dakota to be trafficked. Mm -hmm. And then you have hundreds of thousands of people landing on this tiny little place. Mm -hmm. And you have no idea who's coming to town. Yeah. And what they might be involved in, what they might be doing, and how dangerous mm -hmm. that becomes for the people who live in that community. Ooh, you guys, I wanted to bring this to light. Yeah. Because this is something I didn't know. And this is a reality of sex trafficking. Don't you think, Katie, that we have to oh, yeah. bring to light is this idea that sex trafficking is, it's not what we think it is, you guys. Right. This is men making contact through Craigslist and Tinder and places like that with, underage girls yeah. making arrangements to meet up with them mm -hmm. men in that community offering up girls women and girls mm -hmm. in this situation well yeah. i'll tell you of the eight men that were arrested last year i found this pretty interesting almost all of them are from south dakota this is not necessarily men coming from outside the state right although it can be Right, but these are also men that are probably making an enormous amount of money yep. luring these girls in and pairing them up with men that are coming to town. Yep, exactly. So they were all from Rapid City or Sturgis, except for two that were from Pennsylvania. Yeah. 
but yeah. it is it's an opportunity clearly oh yeah that sex traffickers are using absolutely well and quick reminder it is rape if she is underage. There's yes. no such thing as consensual sex. Nope. If she is underage, it doesn't matter what the circumstances in by which she came there. It yes. doesn't matter. Nope. Not at all. Then we tend to think here in the U.S. the sex trafficking is rounding up women and girls and taking them to another country. That's the kind of mm -hmm. stuff we see on TV. No, no, no. They stay in their communities for the most part and are trafficked by themselves because they are desperate mm -hmm. and there's a market because there is a market for little girls we all know oh, yes or they are trafficked by family members mm -hmm. a lot of this comes out of extreme poverty and de desperation for money absolutely and again there's a market absolutely sex trafficking wouldn't exist the... if there wasn't a market yeah well and then there's the old Epstein sleight of hand, you know, that, uh, hey, we're going to pay you to come over here and serve drinks at parties or work at this resort or whatever. Right. I'm sure there's plenty of that that goes on at Sturgis, too. Hey, we're going to pay you to right. come clean hotel rooms for the week or, or right, you know, work in this kitchen have to or whatever. Staff this huge mm -hmm. event. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, you get there and that's not at all what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. But remember how they keep girls here. We've covered cases like this before in other states. How do they keep them there? They threaten their family. Yeah, they do. They let them know that you're going to stay here and do what we tell you to do until we tell you you can go home. We have your address. We know what your little sister looks like. We'll right. go take care of her unless you stay here and do what we say. Mm -hmm. And if you tell anybody when you're done here, we are still going to take your little sister out or whatever it is. But yeah. this is how they keep them there and how they keep them quiet by threatening their families. Yep. Yeah, it absolutely is. Or by preying on vulnerable children who don't have good family support yep. or living on the streets who don't have anything mm -hmm. who have to do this kind of work to eat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what we're talking about here. That's the yep. caliber of person that participates in this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Taking advantage of the at very most vulnerable. And now we're not saying that everybody that goes to Sturgis participates in sex trafficking. We know that isn't true. No. But in what fact, we do know that's is that it is It's a tiny percentage it of is. the people who actually go there. But it is happening there in an alarming way. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it is consistently happening for more mm -hmm. than 10 years now. And of course, uh, the Sturgis rally just ended. So we don't know, you know, if they did more stings this year. Uh, we don't know yet what's happened. But obviously, there's some work being done in South Dakota uh, to protect children to catch these guys you know the sting operations yeah. are awesome because it means that no children were actually involved yeah but it also means that those are the only cases that they caught right and that's the thing i feel like we always have to remember is that this is a very small percentage of the amount of sex trafficking that's actually happening there yeah and the sturgis is only one event Right. That brings about sex trafficking in South Dakota or in other states. Of course. But an awareness of large events, large festivals, and how dangerous they can be 
Yeah. And how likely there is that sex trafficking is going on anytime. I mean, you know, I read in one of these articles, whoever said it, I can't remember now who said it, but they said it best that anytime a large group of men gathers, there will be sex trafficking. Yikes. As a society, we have got to learn how to make that statement a thing of the past. Yeah, we do. You know? But we first have to accept that that statement is, in fact, true. It's uncomfortable to hear, but it is true. Yeah. Sturgis is only one of hundreds of events that go on, you know, thousands of events that go on across the country in the U.S. Mm -hmm. where it is the same idea. Yep. Where there is the market. Yep. Yeah. Horrifying. So. Yeah. I learned about this and I just felt like, you know what, this needs to be a part of our MMIW cases Yes, and to share this and to think about what kinds of events are going on in your own community right? where this might be a problem and how can your community help to prevent sex trafficking? And I, you yeah. know, I don't have an answer to that because I think it depends on the community, mm-hmm. but my hope is that um, these statistics are being taken to the people who run the city of Sturgis and who run this organization, this, I don't know, whatever it's called, this rally, and consider what can be done. And obviously, you can't prevent everything, but are there things that can be done to help protect your own community and to recognize that something like the motorcycle rally in Sturgis brings a lot of danger to the locals in your area. Well, it does. And the locals this year fought really hard to cancel Sturgis this year. And the governor basically was like, Sturgis brings the most money into the state than anything does. So Stop it. I'm not doing it. Yeah, yeah, but the people who lived in Sturgis did not want Sturgis to happen this year. Yeah. And yeah, but of course they were overridden by the almighty dollar. Kind of a unfortunate game here in the US at least. But it makes yeah. me think about things like if these men are coming to town and they are having sex with children, where are they staying? Right. You know, they're staying somewhere, which mm-hmm. Yeah, there's probably a fair amount of Airbnbs and whatnot there, but there's probably mostly hotels and motels. Mm-hmm. So what kind of surveillance is happening there? Right. What kind of, what are the staff trained to watch for and to mm-hmm. look out for? Or are they trained to just shut their mouth and turn their head? You know? Which is what I guess mm-hmm. is probably the case. I would like- say we start there, but... Yeah. Yes, that we start there. Well, it does make me wonder, you know, because we do have people headed for Sturgis coming through our community. Yeah. What's going on while they're here? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's becoming aware of that. It's questioning the, those very things. How do hotels manage those kinds of things? What kind of surveillance happens? What does a, a hotel employee do if they see an adult man with a girl who appears to be under 18? Right. You know, what's the policy? How is it handled? Right. Rather than we don't know because right. we don't know means nobody does anything. Yeah. What do they do besides just assume it's his daughter? Right, right. What do they do? Yep. 
Well, there's a lot of things to think about there and some questions I would like for us to be able to answer and maybe we'll find a way to, mm -hmm. but I am really glad that you brought this, uh, this story to the forefront today. I think this is something we all need to hear. And you know mm -hmm. what? I know every time we do a show on sex trafficking, I know it makes people uncomfortable. I do. That's right. why we got to keep talking about it. It is. We it have is, to stop it's happening right talking under our about noses. this. Right. We yeah. have to keep talking about this until we're no longer uncomfortable talking about it because yeah. we're ignoring things that are in front of us because it is uncomfortable. Right. We are. And unfortunately, that means things like this are happening in our own communities. Yeah. So think well, about what's going on in your own community. That, you made, that whenever there's a large gathering of men, there will be sex trafficking. We will get some emails. We will get uh -huh. some comments. We, we will make some of you uncomfortable. We know we can handle it. It's fine. You it know, doesn't mean that but, all men are involved in sex trafficking. No. But it does mean that some are. But some are. Because there is a market for this, and that is the problem. Mm-hmm. That is the problem. So, Absolutely. yeah, I mean, write us all your emails all you want. But, I mean, that's the reality, is that it is true mm -hmm. that, um, you know, where large groups of men gather, sex trafficking occurs. And, you know, that's just one element of this. But large events bring about more sex trafficking and just like what's gone on in Sturgis. So uh, it does my heart good to know that there are undercover operations happening, that there, that, you know, there's an awareness from South Dakota that this is happening and they are working yeah. on it, which yeah. I appreciate, but yeah, what else could be done? Yeah. That's the question. Okay. Yeah. All well, right. Good. Well, we'll keep asking them. And if you guys know more about this or you live in the area, please feel free to comment. We love to hear from people who have direct direct experience in a community. You know, that's mm -hmm. always helpful to us. So feel free. Knowledge is power. It is very much so. And this is Monday. So this is our Monday show for show of the week. We have two more awesome shows coming this week, as well as our live streams on Wednesday and Thursday night at 7 p.m mountain so wednesday is a case update and thursday is the psychic hour so keep an eye out on us you guys we've got lots of great stuff coming up we do yeah well you know it this has been true crime paranormal with the psychic sisters have a great night take care